This is Loopy Lesbian with the sultry voice with another thought-provoking podcast on lupus, lesbians, love, lust, and product reviews. So how is everyone doing today? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you loving yourself? What is today's topic? Today's topic is abuse in the lesbian community. Abuse in the lesbian community. First and foremost, to anyone who has been abused, I understand. We are very quiet about our abuse. It takes a death for someone to really understand about abuse in the lesbian community. I have been abused and had abusers and felt like I had a bullseye on my back. And you know what? It wasn't my fault. I'm going to say that first and foremost, it wasn't my fault. I I almost said that I was weak. Wow, wow. No, I wasn't weak. I just didn't understand that abuse was wrong. Did I grow up in an abusive household? Well, it wasn't abusive, but I was abused as a child. So that kind of set the stage for me to say that if you put your hands on me or if you called me filthy, dirty names on the daily, it was okay. If you treated me like crap, it was all right. If you starved me, if you raped me, that was okay. But you know what? None of it was okay. And most of it and all of it messed me up seriously. We keep our mouths shut because you think that with two women living in the same household, that women are supposed to uplift each other. That doesn't always happen. They'll choke you, punch you, kick you, chase you out your house, beat you, starve you and then deny you to get help. Every single thing I've said, I've had done to me. Done to me in ways that would make you want to cringe. And I come on and I say, I love being a lesbian, just like a straight woman would say, I love being with men. Why, I ask. Why did these things happen to me? Someone once told me that closed mouths don't get fed, and I didn't understand what she was saying. She said, until you open your mouth and tell somebody, there's nothing anybody could do for you. I was so scared of telling somebody because if I told somebody, I knew what would come for me. And that wrath would be unbelievable. When I first started to get abused in relationships, it was just 
literally a push here, a hit here. The name calling was out of control, you know. I've been called the C word, the B word, double finger, fisted fingers up in the air. My life threatened. And yet I still stood. I've been in relationships that would take you to the ground. That would crumple you. That would make you say, I don't know if I could do this anymore. Especially my last relationship. My last relationship took it to a whole new level. It took it to a place that it should never have went. And I think that she thought that this is the way you treat people. By calling them names and when you go into the food store, ringing their phones and telling them to get out of the store right now or else you know. By texting them chronically with threats. When my father was ill and I had to go down to New York, when I came back, as soon as I got off the bus, I could see in her face that she was going to start with me. And within five to ten minutes, she was all over me like flies to shit. Like flies to shit. I started to make phone calls when I got diagnosed. Because she was abusing me then. And I would call local agencies and speak to workers there. Shout out to all the women who have been abused and worked those lines. They helped to save my life. I started to rely on friends. But they always said the same thing. You have to walk out. See, I couldn't walk out. I was too afraid to walk out. That's what people don't understand when you've been abused mentally, physically, and emotionally. You are so weak that you can't walk out. You want to walk out, but you can't walk out. On the average statistic for a woman leaving anyone, homosexual or heterosexual, it is numerous times they will walk out and guess what? They will come right back. I had gotten to the point where the violence was so horrible that I would run out the door when she would chase me in my pajamas. I would run to neighbors and they would literally turn their backs on me. They didn't want to be involved. Hey, come on. Everybody knew what was going on. And then one day I was reading and it said, Something to the effect, I'd rather die on my knees than stand taking any more violence. I might have it backwards because it's brain fog. And then I started to think of all the horrible things that had happened to me. And was it going to get any better? No, it wasn't. It was just going to get worse. So that day I decided that whatever was going to happen was going to happen. And by the grace of God, by the grace of God, I gained strength. And every day she would come for me, I would come for her. And every day it was a battle and it was a struggle 
And I got stronger and I stronger and I got stronger because I knew that I couldn't walk out that door. So I had to fight it in here. And when I say I fought it, I fought it. And then I told her, it's over. And then the fire really got turned up. I always felt once I told her that she was determined to kill me. And she actually had said to me, if I were to hurt you, I wouldn't meant to have done it. <laughs> Imagine telling somebody that. So I still kept fighting and she still kept coming after me, telling people that we were still together and lying and stopping other people from getting involved. That's what they do. That's what they do. When somebody comes around, they try to act that like everything's so great. And, and people see. People know. I could spot an abuser a mile away because I've been with enough. So breaking up with her was one of the scariest things I had to do. But you know what? If I had to do it all over again, I would do it. See, I will never go back to her. Never in a million years. And if this is for you, you listen, baby. You get that strength. You call on whoever you have to call on. You pack your bag because it's nothing but a house and you can replace that. But you cannot replace your life. And you open that door and you turn around and you run. You run. See, because love is not supposed to hurt. It's not supposed to put their hands on you and call you filthy, disgusting names. It's supposed to love you. And you're supposed to love them. She accused me of all kinds of travesties. They like doing that. She gaslighted me. She pushed me down. Her family came, threatened my life. I mean, it, it, it was the worst, the most horrible relationship I've ever been. So now you ask me, what do I do? Or what have I been doing? I've been healing. Do I forgive her? Absolutely not. No. Whew. And I know I should be saying that I do. But there's a lot of stuff that I'm leaving out. So for me to say forgive, I know I'm still holding her hostage. I would like to know in my heart of hearts that forgiveness would free me. And I'm working on that. I'm working on it every day. I forgive those who have done things to me. We have to get to that point. Yes, and it's been years. I've been single for a very long time. And I've quietly kept this to myself. Knowing that there are so many millions of women out there who are living the way I lived and didn't don't know how to get out. There are hotlines. There are agencies. There are people who are willing to help you. But you have to want to help yourself. Did you hear me? 
You have to want to help yourself. And when she tells you that she'll never do it again, I've been told that over a hundred times. I keep videos in my phone of everything that's ever happened. And many times I will read those. I mean, I will listen to them and I will say, wow, look how far I came. Because this one now, I don't take nothing. You come for me, baby, is <laughs> just not going to happen. That's what she taught me. She taught me how to be strong from beating me down daily. She taught me how to rise up, up after calling me every kind of filthy name there was. I am somebody. I was nobody when I was with her. But I am somebody. I am strong. I am courageous. I am wild-spirited. I can hold my own. I am unapologetic. And I am a survivor of domestic abuse. I am a survivor. Every day a woman loses her life, whether homosexual or heterosexual, to an abusive partner who has gone overboard. And that very well could have been me. But it wasn't. I can only tell you my story and how I got out. I did not use an agency. I fought. I fought back. And I got out. It doesn't happen overnight. The abuse does sometimes. You could be sitting there and watching a show and the next thing you know, you get pounded upside your head. That's not normal. That's not normal. And I know we run to our families and you know what? They can't help us. They have their own lives. And nobody wants to walk this walk alone. But sometimes you just do. So lean on your, your God. Lean on who your universe. Lean on whoever. But you stand up. You rise up. And you do it for those that couldn't do it. The women who have died at the hands of their abusers. That's who I did it for. And for myself. This is no hanky-panky, funny, <laughs> want-to-laugh video. I mean, podcast. I didn't want to do it. But I know that somebody out there, it's going to reach somebody, and they're going to say she was strong enough to do it. And I did it. I got out. And so can you. You believe you can get out. You push to get out. And you prepare to get out. And you will get out. Alive. You will get out alive. Whew, I have to take a deep breath on that one. It took me back. It was a trigger.
ooh, this sent a trigger to me. But I am happily triggered in that way because I got out. And so will you. So as always, this is Loopy Lesbian who dishes the tea on lupus, lesbian love, lust, and life as we know it during a pandemic. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you will know exactly when my new episodes post. And also, you can use my specific link if you'd like to message me. And I just want to say to all the butterflies, the beautiful butterflies who have gained their wings, you're not forgotten. You are not forgotten. And to all the warriors in the midst of the battles during the pandemics, because right now domestic violence is soaring, you get help. Get that help and you get out. And don't you dare look back and don't you go back. You keep going. If you want to do it for somebody, do it for me. Because I got out. Say this crazy lady on a podcast told me to get out. Get out. Get out, beloved. And with that, I'm going to close before I cry. (laughs) I love you guys to the moon and back and to everyone who listens to me. I look forward to this. You've given me hope. And it's not many that listen, but if it was just one, it's one too many to let down. So I love you to the moon and back and back again. You stay safe. I love you.